If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, search Donovan Sharp on YouTube. For exclusive content, which includes my entire archive of over 800 episodes and over 2,200 exclusive posts, go to patreon.com slash Donovan Sharp. Links in description. Tonight on the 6th, and of course we'll get the graphics all squared away, we open up the phone lines to answer your questions about girls, game, finance, fitness, anything that pertains to self-improvement. The panel discusses next. The 6 starts right now. What's up, guys? It's your man, Donovan Sharp, and welcome to this edition of The Six. I, of course, am joined by all of our talented and esteemed uh, co-hosts. Um, you know what? I want to make sure. I want to see. I want to make sure my graphics are are on point here. Um, eh, maybe they are. Maybe they're not. I don't think it really. I don't think it really matters too much because it is a. It is a. Oh, whoa! Wait a minute. Yeah, we're having some uh, we're having some production snafus, guys. So bear with me here. Uh, first up, of course, is the ordained minister of the streets. It's Minister Jap. What's going on, Jap? How you doing, man? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> uh, next up is the baby boy of the panel. He is up in Connecticut, <laughs> who looks like he's feeling some type of way about the fact that I just called him the baby boy of the panel. It's Kevin Sabo. One day I'll be growing, y'all. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, well, yeah. Listen, listen. You're 25. You're still wet behind the ears. It is what it is. We all go through it. Uh, <clears throat> next up, it is the man with about 75 different tech startups. It is the reason why they call Tony Stark the White Hotep Jesus. It's Hotep that Jesus. Hotep Jesus. That 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 Hotep Jesus dude. What's up, fellas? Let's get into it. Let's do it, man. Uh, and last but certainly not least, it is the incomparable Coach Everett. Overton. What's going on, brother? Hey, man. Good to be back with you guys, man. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah. The crew. And, yeah. Uh, call in the show, man. Yes. L guys, listen, the phone lines are open. Uh, we're taking all calls. 516-387-1987. If you are calling from outside of the United States, it is 001-516-387-1987. Yeah, the last couple of weeks have been kind of a whirlwind. Um, of course, I've been uh, putting together the CME, getting the the lineup all squared away and taken care of. And then the last weekend, uh, we had a bomb cyclone pass through the Northeast. Don't worry. Everything's okay. Our roof is still attached. Um, but uh, our power was in and out, rolling brownouts in the area. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've seen a brownout since I visited uh, Casablanca, Morocco, Jesus Christ, 15 years ago. I uh, didn't know we had brownouts in first world countries, but I digress. Anyway, uh, the phone lines are open now. The phone lines are open now. 516 387-1987. Uh, let's not waste any time. Let us go to our very first caller. Let us go to Gabriel in Phoenix. Gabriel in Phoenix, you are on live with The Six. What's your question? Hi. Um, my question is, Is what should my response be to women around my age range? That would be 18 to 25. 18 to 25. Response to what? How they act, 
it, they're kind of like the the Black Hills kind of like dream, I guess. Okay, um, I'll tell you what. Give me a give me give me uh, give me a couple of examples to run by the guys. Like for example, if she does what, then we can give you a response. Um, let's see. Does so or says she what? goes to Rocky Point. She goes to where? A uh, Rocky Point, Mexico. Okay, to what? Party. Okay, is this your girlfriend or just a girl you're fucking? <laughs> Neither. Okay, so Ooh. so I'm a little confused, Gabriel. Um, is this a girl you're trying to fuck or a girl you're trying to get with? I'm not really sure what your question is. I Just, think he's saying girls in that age range in general. Oh, so you're in Rocky Point, Mexico, and the girls that come down there, you want to know how to respond. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Good God. See, I'm an, old, I'm an old man. It takes me a little while to understand. Kevin, uh, since you seem to have uh, caught on to what he was uh, talking about sooner, uh, you can go ahead and take this first one. Go ahead, Kevin. Well, but I still want an example of what he's talking about. He's saying just in general, how do you deal with women at this age? He said from 18 to 25 and their their attitude towards partying and being wild. Yeah, you, you know, more, I'll, more I'll ask this caller yeah, a question ahead, if you don't yeah. mind. Carl, let me ask you a question. Let's say you're going to a concert tonight at 7 o'clock. Uh, you're leaving your house at 6. You're driving you and two friends. You get a call, a random call from someone that wants to hang out. So let's say they call you at 545. They're like, hey, caller. Uh, hey, guy from Phoenix. Uh, let's hang out tonight at 630. What are you going to say? I'm going to say I'm busy. I already, already made plans. Okay, and what would you do after that? Would you make uh, possible alternative plans, or would you just say I'm going? I'm going somewhere tonight. Take care of yourself, or would would you say I'm going somewhere tonight, but I might be available tonight around eleven thirty when I get back in town. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll hit you up. We'll see where we're at. Definitely that one. Okay. Okay. So what I'm trying to say is, is that a man should have game, and he knows what kind of game he's running, and he doesn't detour from that game. So it really doesn't matter what a woman does or says. There if you you're very firm to what whatever it is you're doing, uh, it's really irrelevant what she says or does. I always say to not really listen to what, well, listen, hear them, but don't believe what they say. Take everything right, redirect everything right back to where you want it, because where you want it should be stability. There you go. Does that make sense? Does that make sense, I Gabriel? Say, I, I want to say this. Yeah. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, that's, that the, um, that's the golden age. Um, for when a woman is her most value, 18 to 25. I've been saying that for years. The reason why I say that is because they got the most options, their body is intact in most cases. Um, they're going to be the most flaky at that point because they got the most options. Yes, sir. So you got to juggle them back. You got to make sure that you got other options just in case she flakes out because a lot of these chicks, they so goofy at that age, they'll double book. And they won't remember that they had something already planned with somebody else. And then if they cancel on you, you need to have something that you're doing. You don't want to cancel your plans banking on a young chick like that because they're partying, you know, and you almost want to kind of show up, show your face and kind of bounce if the shit's not going the right way. But you definitely want to get your juggle on. 
Okay, if this isn't if it, if this isn't clear, caller, give us a give us a uh, give us sort of a role play uh, example. So you're in Mexico, an eighteen to twenty five year old is in Mexico. What happens from there? Uh, like I go to like a party scene. Mm-hmm. There's there's a party going on. The music isn't really that well, but I'm trying to just try to walk up to her and just try to um, talk to her for a little bit, see if I can try to either get her number or. Mm-hmm get moved somewhere else something that's a little bit better but um she'll like stick around with her friends or anything like that ah there we go so 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 what he's really asking guys is how do i approach a girl in a vacation destination in my age range 18 to 25 kevin your best shot i i'm real quick how old are you and are, are you are you implying that you can't get the girl away from her friends to to talk to her one-on-one yeah, I can't get her uh, away from her friends, and I'm 19. Okay, ah. night, night. I got yeah, a go good ahead. one for this. I'll no, go, go ahead, yeah. Go ahead, take it. Go ahead, you guys. Here, here's the reason. I just made a video on this. You don't want to isolating a friend is creepy. Okay, yes. number one, that's creepy, and then and then the other friends are gonna throw a monkey wrench in your whole program because they're gonna see you as who is this fucking weirdo trying to pull my friend away. I made a video on this. It's a members only video. I said if let's say you're approaching a group of women, let's say there's five women, let's say the one that you're trying to holler at is fourth one from the left. You should start at the very right and start talking to the women you don't want first and make them feel special to some degree. So they feel like, oh, okay, you're kind of giving attention to the group. And then once you get back down to the one, you say the best for last or first, second to last. And then and then you kind of maybe give her a little bit more time, but you never want to desert the group. You always want to at least for the first five minutes show interest in everyone in the group that way they, they their defense comes down and they're like okay this guy's cool he could talk to our friend plus he gave us a little bit of attention too so we're not going to cock block so yeah, that's an eo that's also showing that he can kind of work the room in the party right there you go and that's yes, another thing yes, too yes. you never know that even the one that you tried to get at that might not work out but she might have a friend that's like the second best in a run up and you could possibly Thanks. get her Thanks. so you definitely want to be entertaining okay. to the crew entertain the crew keep the crew engaged you know where you guys from coming lead lead in with openness where you guys from blah 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 what we drinking what we doing where y'all coming from what clubs y'all just got to coming from oh this is crazy yeah i just came from here start talking but you have to talk cuz you're basically selling yourself to the crew because yes. the crew is going to be the women that are going to agree yeah. that yeah you should mess with this guy he's cool and xyz especially dealing with younger chicks now you can't run old you can't run the older woman game on younger chicks because younger chicks running packs <laughs> uh, older oh, yeah. woman would step away from her friend and maybe leave her friend there for a minute while you guys talk or whatever like that but you and they usually don't roll as deep but when you are dealing with 25-year-olds, 18-year-olds, they're about six, seven deep, you got to be involved. You got to be in the mix. And you got to always be selling. Always be selling. Always be right, talking. Right, right. Get everybody's name. Introduce yourself to everybody. And see where it goes. Don't forget to play elevator game, too. You want to play, you want to be running game everywhere. So on the elevator, yes. in the gym, in the morning, at breakfast, if you're just walking through, you know, the resort or whatever, you should always be planting seeds for the evening. That's that's how I used to always do it. Man, I used to run so much game in elevators, it was ridiculous. I would be getting elevator numbers, pitch, man. Yeah. changing numbers in elevators, just going from the main floor 
So whatever floor I was going to, I was already hooking up with chicks because I already got the elevator smelling like cologne and shit, looking fly. <laughs> so, you know, you always want to make sure you're running elevator game. Yeah, let, let me... I'm running game. I'm running game on the plane. Hey, real talk. That's, uh, yes, sir. I'm yes, sir. Yes. Where y'all about to go so I could meet up with y'all, you know. Facts. The bar, too. The bar at the yeah, airport. So, oh, yeah, yes, sir. All of that. So, yeah, if you find out, okay, <laughs> we're on the same flight and we're going to Mexico. We're going to Cabo or Cancun or whatever like that. Then you want to just have something that's already in a tuck. Like, yeah, I got, I got some fallback chicks that when I go out here and I go scout, yes. You know, I still can hit them up and say, hey, where you guys at? I might have my guys with me. I might be dolo, but you just don't want to be, you know, a weirdo only engaged with that one chick because she's going to, trust me, she's going to talk to her friends all day while she's in front of you. Like, they're going to be interrupting conversations. So you got to be able to combat that. If you ever worked in sales, it's kind of like selling to a family. Mm, as opposed to There you go. Very good. Yes. Good example. So you you got to sell them more than the buyer. Yeah. In yes, that's a fantastic yes. point, because when you're selling to a family, sometimes instead of selling to the husband, it's like you impressed his wife. And now his wife is like, all right, this could be a decent investment. Let me just say real quick before we go to um, before we go to Hotep, you also want to make it apparent that you're comfortable in this setting. Yes, because a, because a woman can tell the difference between you're truly comfortable walking up to her and her friends and you're comfortable in the whole setting of the party versus you watching them from you know across the way. And taking that deep breath, grabbing your balls and telling yourself, okay, fuck it, here goes nothing. You know, because you still made the approach, even though you were nervous to make the approach, but a woman can definitely tell the difference between that here goes nothing attitude. Right. Let's, see, let's see what happens. And I'm comfortable being here. This is just where I'd be at. I got a real fucked up example. And I, I'm pretty sure Hotep is going, he's going to kill it with the wisdom. You know how he does. Of course, of course. <laughs> I got a fucked up example. And I'm not telling you guys to be like this guy. But just watch how he moved. Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer okay. was a charming motherfucker. Yeah, I saw that. I saw, I saw that, that movie, movie, man. Hell like, yeah. He was a charming was motherfucker. Like, he would go to... Well, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Jeff, 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 Jeff. You're not talking about... No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. No, listen, guys. We're not talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. You're talking about Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. That was it. There I'm you sorry. go. That's all right. Oh, they were both in the club. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. And, and, and them <laughs> chicks would literally be carrying him back to the uh, hotel. I mean, Real the motherfucking talk. Don't even know who gonna mess with, but I'm just don't go crazy. Don't be a don't be a Ted Bundy. But he right. was a he was a wizard when it came to moving around. Like I don't even think he had any money in his pocket. Nope. The, the chicks was buying him drinks. Yes, sir. So, okay, so. So, caller, we're gonna say Ted Bundy without the murder. Yes, okay, there we we're go. Gonna, we're gonna go. There we that. go. Without, without the hammer. And they wonder why we get canceled. <laughs> yes, oh yes, yes. Oh my God! Let's listen. Red Pill Podcast tells uh, tells caller to act like Ted Bundy, and then of course they'll yeah. Then then of course they'll say without the murder. Uh, Hotep, right. what do you got? Be man? a mainstream article. Yes, it is. What you got, Hotep? Uh, well, uh, I believe that you should uh, handle every relationship like a business transaction. Okay. And uh, every uh, every relationship like a sales transaction, especially with women. And in sales, the way um, sales works is, and I got a story after this too. The way sales works is, uh, whoever's doing and talking is losing, right? Okay. So. You want to come armed with some really good questions that you just ask women ordinarily. Um, some some thought provoking stuff, some things that just like uh, 
just get her talking, you know. Um, I think profile axioms are cool, like favorite cartoons. Ah, yeah, there you go. They watch. You know what I, I mean? like that. Yeah. Like having a nostalgia type shit. Just anything to get her to start talking about herself. And then just ask questions from there. But um, yeah, that that's a a common rule in, in cold call sales or sales period. Um, you know, if you're the salesman and you're doing all the talking, you're losing the guy. Oh my you god, keep absolutely. The, uh, the customer uh, talking. But you know, I had a story um back when I was a rapper. Preach. Um, we was on tour and uh, we was in Miami and um, my crew had already went back. I had one more day there and I was right on South Beach and um, I rolled up on these group of girls um, and uh, I, I took one out of that movie, How to Be a Player, where you just talked to the least what? attractive one. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, man, that's a classic. classic. That's a classic, yeah. bro. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Sable, I was gonna tell I was gonna uh tell you we could have hopped on the track. <laughs> <laughs> She's a bad but, um, man, Jimmy. Yeah, it was funny because uh like when I rolled up on the table, I knew to to like give my attention to the least attractive one, and then the rest of them was kind of at ease. But if I'd have hollered at the baddest one first, then it'd be like, ah, here this nigga go. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. But what happened was um, you know, we kicked it maybe like an hour at that table. Um, and then they were like, yo, you want to hang out later? I'm like, yeah, no doubt, man. By the time I got to the club and the ugly one realized, oh. I wasn't, she realized I wasn't interested. Ah. Like she started breaking down crying. Oh no. So, so, oh. So, <laughs> yeah, oh, the whole of the story is like, just make sure you spread it out evenly. <laughs> the attention around the girls, spread it out evenly. But because hey, be, because we, at the least attractive one first. Because once the jig, be, because well, once the jig is up, saying. what the jig is up, she'll be like, "No, the fuck you didn't." <laughs> and what Hotep is saying, if you ever worked in sales, and I think a lot of guys that's like kind of in this space, a lot of us come from. Oh sales, yes, oh yes, degrees. yes we do. In a nutshell, what he's talking about is open-ended questions. Open-ended questions keep these people running their mouth, and what an open-ended question is this. A question that can, that cannot be answered with yes or no. Right. So when you ask a girl, "What do you do?" She can't say yes, no. You can ask her if you ask no. her what she does. Yes, I'll be like, "All right, I'm in room five fourteen. Let's get it." Yeah. So if you're predicting the question, so what do you dance? No. You know what I mean? Right. That just is the conversation. One thing about women, especially young women, they like to run their mouths. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then you want to actually get onto some of their profiles and you know get an Instagram. Mm-hmm do things of that nature because again y'all on a vacation it's a fun environment you know what i'm saying chicks like to take pictures take selfies go live and just you just got to be entertaining and that's one thing that a lot of guys they get so hardcore to red pill they don't even want to entertain women like you, you know entertain women to a degree well resort game is 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 quite unique right because yeah it is you know the role i play with, with resort game is i don't i don't shoot no game Cause everybody's shooting game. Yeah. So I just yeah. played a dude that like is not talking to like anybody really. And then I just like sit back and watch and I can just see, all right, this person connected with that person. And then I see like, who's open, right? Like, like a football field. All right. Who's open. Right, yeah. Yeah. Who's like, who's getting separation? Right, nobody. Surveying yeah, the field. Surveying yeah. The right, field. right. 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 What's going on? Who was hanging with who? And then like one time, um, I was at a resort and, um, I was just playing it low key, chill, chill, chill. And I ended up in a pool with a couple of, actually, you know what happened? No, I, I know exactly how I approached him. 
they was on the beach taking pictures. And I was like, yo, y'all need somebody to take pictures for y'all? There it is. Like, oh, you were so nice. So I started taking pictures with them, da 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 And I ain't holler at nobody. Then they ended up in the pool grabbing all my dick and shit like that. Oh, whoa, cool. hey, oh, whoa, whoa, hey. Okay. Yeah. This is a family yeah. show, Hotel, family show. <laughs> hey, you know what? There's one other thing I want to There's one other thing I want to throw into guys. I see this a problem when I'm coaching guys one-on-one is you don't want to babysit women, man. Oh, no. What you want to do is you want to give them a sample of you, a mm-hmm. sample of you, and then let them go, but round back. Or actually, what you do is say, hey, listen, I got to do a couple of things, but you and I are going to get together for a drink in about 20 minutes. So I'm like, I'll see you in about 20. So you want to give them a sample instead of sitting there like a weirdo trying to hang out and set up camp with her and her friends. What you want to do is like, you want to sell like clothes without her knowing you're closing. Those are the best salespeople. They they used to tell me that all the time, man, how the fuck you, you sell me all this shit. I only came in here like 10 minutes ago and I'm like, Hey, I gave you what you wanted, man. You know, I gave you the experience and the, and the merch and the the service. So what you want to do is you want to give them a nice sample. Like at the mall, when you go to the mall, they give you a sample, orange chicken, Gloria jeans, all this. And then, they let your ass go on now they might pull you in and say hey you want to try a a, a two meat platter or whatever 6.99 whatever the fuck i said but they might if you show interest now they're going to show you a little bit more so you want to give the sample you know and then and then test the interest yes and then and then and kind of let them go to make a decision let them ponder where the fuck you went and then you go and you you mingle a little bit, go meet some other women, and you round back to her. Hey, come on, let's go have our drink now. And that's yeah. And I don't I don't know if you guys disagree with this, but when we're talking about the sales background thing, I, I don't know if anyone disagrees. But to me, going up to a girl and asking her for her number, like that's your opening statement, is the craziest yeah, shit stupid. I ever heard in my that's life. Stupid, yeah. That is stupid. the craziest shit yeah. I ever heard in my yes. life because when we talk about putting the customer, so to speak, on their defensive, it's like when my brother and I used to go and try to do cold sales and and try to get restaurants to. Uh, to buy commercials because we would do commercials for them if we opened with hey what do you do for advertising sometimes they sometimes they would just go jesus we're not i don't have i do not have time for this because we didn't warm them up and to me that's the equivalent of just walking up to a stranger Mm -hmm. a female and just being like can i get your number it's like i will check this out i will it's it's it's, go ahead it's it's quite subjective though because i remember one time i was in miami and this girl was on the phone and i just walked up i was like yo get off the phone and she got off the phone. Yeah, I mean, it's, right. it <laughs> like, really, you're right. On, like, it really kind of depends on the it, situation. It depends right? on the girl. Like, you got to know how to read people. Like, certain girls, you could just tell them what to do, and they'll yep. do that shit. Yep. But she was a little hottie, little baddie. Mm-hmm. She was like a seven and a half, eight, nice little body. But I was just playing. I was just like, yo, get off the phone. I want to talk. And she fucking she got did off it. The, she took her hand right off the phone and started talking to me. But, like, I think it was, like, the way you say it. And you yeah. can't do it with every chick. But you yeah. got to be feeling yourself. Because that comes through in your voice. If you're not feeling yourself before you go talk to a chick, don't even holler. You and, gotta and, be feeling yourself. And well, let me end it with let me end it with or cell phones. Okay. I can walk up to a customer and be like, "Okay, guys, let's not get you, off. Your let, phone is terrible." Look, like, look guys, 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 guys. <laughs> a lot of time on this <laughs> but one. if you say it the right way, you can okay. say it, and yeah. it's then you could draw them into a conversation. Like, I don't, I'm not big on phones. Like, let me show you this real quick. Okay, look, let's no, listen. Like, I, I understand what you're saying. I understand, no, I understand <laughs> what you're saying. We got it. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 we got more college, but I will end it with this. My advice to you, and listen, all of the guys gave great game. Um, uh, but whichever, whichever panelist talked about the fact that you just have to, you know, when, when you walk up and talk to them, don't just go up and ask for their number. The greatest pickup line ever is, Hi, I'm Donovan. 
and that's it. The thing is this. When you approach a girl on vacation, she's going – now, you don't want to ask her for her number, but if you're approaching a woman on vacation at Cancun, she knows why the fuck you're there. You know she knows why you're there, and you know she knows you know she knows you know why she's there. But it's just like it's just like what uh, what EO is saying. You're almost trying to play to the crowd. Make sure you identify your target. Hi, I'm Donovan. Blah 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 blah. And you are. And you are. Take control of the room. What you need to do is look. This is an old school term. It's called holding court. You're not a court jester. You're not there to do tricks for yes. to, to entertain yes. them. But by the same token, you need to be building rapport with all of her friends so you don't look like the creepy guy. So in the end, Gabriel, um, and I agree with what what Savo said. You can't be like. <gasps> Oh, here goes nothing. Just walk around and do it like you're shopping for a loaf of bread, and you'll be good to go, man, uh, my friend. Uh, thanks for calling, Gabriel. We appreciate it. You know, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Uh, you know somebody... what, Donovan? One last thing I'll say. Yeah, Wait, it'll ahead. take ten seconds. Go ahead. You got what you say at two a.m. is going to be different than what you say at two p.m. Boom. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You That's got exactly you right. got to know that. You got to know that you could say something real direct at two a.m. that'll work like this. But uh -huh. if, if you if you're coming out of Walgreens and the bitch is walking with a cart. And you say the same shit that you would say at the club. So what are you drinking? That, that <laughs> might not work. It's just not the right moment for that. But you have to be socially calibrated for both situations. Yes, yes. And this, of course, is where experience yeah. uh, experience comes into play. Uh, yeah. Wow, very good answers. I think uh, I think Gabriel definitely got I his. feel like we just verbally jumped the caller as a group. Like, we just <laughs> all got in there. <laughs> It's so merch. <laughs> look, 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 merch. <laughs> All right, let us go to uh, let's go to Jay Blaze in Maine. Jay Blaze in Maine, you are on live with the six. Go ahead. Hey, uh, I just wanted to thank you and EO uh, because I was coping with life and thinking I'm going to like just not get into my full potential. And listening to you guys' content really made me try and elevate myself. So I've uh, I'm about to register for an HVAC course. Okay. Thank both of you for your content. Okay, very good. Uh, Jay Blaze in Maine, uh, give That's it us a, a, a quick... Listen, I always like hearing guys uh, who call in and, and sort of give uh, testimony, so I greatly appreciate that. Okay, let us go to Joe in Boston. Uh, Joe in Boston, you're on live with the six. Go ahead. Hello, can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, so my question is... Um, how do I help out? So I have an uncle who's in a marriage right now, and he's uh, most likely going to get divorced and divorce uh, EPARD. Okay. And so how do I help him with that? Oh, boy. Um, how does he help his uncle who is about to get divorced EPARD uh, spelled backwards? Um, you know what? Uh, Yo, you know, I'll buy his ass a hoe. He Wait. needs an attorney. He needs an attorney. Yeah, I was gonna. One. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, listen, I know. Well, he wants to help his uncle. So what? L let's just go around the panel here. Um, other than representation, what? What? What would you? Sure. If you were this guy, what would you tell your your uncle who is about to get divorced? Epard. What would you tell him is the most important thing for him to do at this point in time? Come to this red pill space <laughs> and start binge watching some of these content and get yourself together. But um, I don't think I don't think I don't think he's equipped to actually help him. Give being us. A, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Joe. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Jeff. Uh, Joe, give us some details. What, what What's going on with the divorce, and how do you know that they're getting divorced? So, um, they I think they've been married for about almost ten years now. Because when they got married, I was in middle school. So, about ten years, they have two kids, um, boy and girl. 
um, the wife and I didn't know this. I wasn't RPA aware in middle school, but I was in high school. And first things first, she didn't take his last name when they got married. Oh, oh boy. Oh, yep. Yep. Hyphenated? Nope. She didn't take his last name. She just it was oh. just straight. She just kept her last name. So that's straight. Listen, that's straight. That's well, yes, that's strike one. Uh, give us more details here, Joe. And um, as far as you no, know, I'm not really close with them. I didn't tell, start getting close with them until I move in with with them on their second story. So my uncle also owns a <clears throat> a uh, a home, well, a three a triplex, and I live in the second floor. And they're always arguing every night, always arguing whatever. Okay. And All right. um, yeah, it's getting to the point where like he's getting headaches. He told me apparently last summer, um, he just had to get away from the house and he had to um, rent out in an attic somewhere to just like leave because he was getting so much like, like he he just wanted peace and he couldn't get that come home from work. Yep, yep. Okay, and how do you know they're getting divorced? I don't know that, but I mean, <clears throat> every marriage, fifty percent of marriages end in divorce, and the way things look right now, yeah, it's probably gonna and that way, especially that um, she's a modern day woman. <clears throat> it's even worse because she's Hispanic, so it kind of sucks because she's doing the opposite of what she was grown up to do. And so... <laughs> well, you're in Boston. Like, Joe, so, do, listen, Justin, Joe, do respect. Um, it doesn't matter. Who, uh, listen, people in Boston are generally very rude. I know that's a very general... Uh, <laughs> I know that's a generalization, but you put anyone in Boston, they're just going to become more of an asshole as a natural byproduct of the environment. So, especially if she's a Hispanic woman, it's going to be even worse. So, that's to be expected. And I'm not saying that facetiously. That's just how it is. Let's just quickly go around the panel. Uh, what's your best advice for this guy? I don't know. My advice to you, man, is maybe slip him a copy of the Rational Mail. EO, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, he needs to uh, self-evaluate. I mean, um, although that's probably not what's coming natural to him, it's probably more so blaming her, uh, just trying to escape the situation. Now, you'll probably have to do a little bit of that too, but you know, you're, he's going to have to do some very necessary introspection and, and and learn how he fucked this up. Now, he probably will have to hire a mentor for that yep. uh, at some point uh, because he may not have enough self-awareness uh, to take a look in and kind of like see, okay, that's where it started right there back in 2009. Okay. 2010, she did this. I allowed it. 2011, I wasn't leading here uh, for six months and uh, the household fell apart. And there's usually a trickle effect. And if you go backwards, you can see where all of this started and how it just kind of transpired throughout. But this takes a lot of necessary introspection, a lot of accountability, which is what I teach. So I, I'll say this, he's going to have to look in the mirror and figure out why this happened. And he's probably going to have to either try to turn this thing around if it's possible. But if it's beyond repair, then he needs to go through the formality, get some representation and never repeat this again. OK, very good. Uh, Devin, uh, what is your thought about the wife? She belongs to the streets. Yep, that's kind of what I thought. Uh, let's go next to uh, Jap. What is your advice for uh, young Joe? I and think that uh, he should do what, <laughs> what, what, what most women do is initiate the exit plan. Boom. Before there it is. Be, because beat her to the punch, fam. Yeah, by him telling us that she is is no divorce on the table now, he needs to be sitting down with legal counsel, trying to move his mm -hmm. assets into LLCs and things of that nature, and backdoor her the same way that women have been backdooring Bingo. men. Because Woo! We, when wow. we get hit with, with with papers and we're served or a divorce, we didn't know. 
or we did have a feeling, but we didn't think she was going to go through with it. He needs to sit down with the right people, but he needs to protect his assets. Yep. He's not, sounds like he's got a yeah. nice rental property going that he may want to keep and figure out how can he move that around to protect it from being uh, divided within the divorce based on the the laws or wherever they're at. It's a Boston. I'm not sure what the laws in Boston, but if he initiates it, then you could probably, he could probably come out on top. If she initiates it, it's over living with his mom. It's over. over. Oh, and by the way, before you go to Savo, keep in mind that the state of Massachusetts is as far as I know, it's still a Commonwealth. So, the laws there are a little bit different, but this is still America. Uh, Sabo, what's your advice to this guy to tell his uncle? I agree yeah, with Jab. I, yeah, I agree with Jab. Just protect your neck. Just just be aware of what's going down and how this is going to play out. I don't really believe anybody ever truly gets blindsided in a divorce. You know, the people that claim that they're blindsided in a divorce, I don't nope, think that they were. No, nope, they, they were. absolutely don't. No, nope, no. Nope. There are people out there who absolutely get blindsided. These are men who are absolutely clueless. These are the guys who 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 swallow a bunch of pills or put a or put a gun in their mouth. They, it does happen. Mm-hmm. Well, That's no, true. I'm That's I'm true. aware it happens. But what I mean is exactly what you just said. Guys that are absolutely clueless like you should have been able to tell that this situation was erupting. You know what I mean? Well, and so right, but okay. so this guy. So this guy's uncle is aware that he's in a pretty ah, fucked situation. Gotcha. You okay. know, he's he's vacating to a fucking to a cellar somewhere gotcha. to just get some peace. So this is pretty fucked, clearly. So like Jap said, in accordance, you know, protect your neck, cover your assets, do what you need to do. I don't know how young the caller is, but I know it's it's fairly difficult if you're like around my age to be like, you know, throwing your arm around like a 45, 50 year old man <laughs> and being odd. like, listen, and being like, listen, we could be OK. Uncle. Yeah, he sounds young on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Sounds, you know. Save all evidence of infidelities if there's. That's a possibility. Yeah, he, listen, he's gonna he's gonna get that stuff from his lawyer. Uh, the lawyer yeah. will will advise him accordingly. Uh, Hotep, I, I got a subscriber email the other day, and a dude said to me that um, you know he wanted to get his life together and something like that. And I, uh, so I asked him a couple of questions, like marital status. So he said he just got out of a a divorce with his wife, and uh oh, she won't sell the house so he can get like you know something like 40 to 60k some yeah, sort yeah, of good yeah. payoff from selling the house and now he's got a new fiance and he thinks she's cheating and i said oh my god like whoa <laughs> like, wow like out you of just the got out of the, the, the divorce the man jesus christ and it ended up back with another woman so i think everybody has handled what he should do right now but what he should do after all of that is make sure he learns how to be alone for a little while. Yes. Right? Yes. Like a lot mm. of people, like they hop from one relationship to the next. And that, that rebound energy is, it leaves you susceptible to be taken advantage mm. of. So, um, yeah, I would, I would say just be alone for a little while until you realize exactly what it is you want and, 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 and align yourself with being able to actually get that. I agree with Savo. I think the fact that he is yeah. aware that the situation is fucked um, so, so he needs to do everything that everybody said. Uh, he needs to do what Sabo says. You already realize the situation is fucked. And because you realize what, what, what Sabo just said, you need to go with what Jap said. You need to beat her to the punch. You need to hire an attorney. Be like, look, check this out. A divorce is probably imminent. Okay. I don't know if she's thinking about divorce, mm-hmm. but I want to beat her to the punch. How can I, how can I protect my assets? Uh, as far as what, uh, as far as what Hotep just said, if I'm pointing to the, if I'm pointing in the right area, um, tell your uncle, hey, don't just jump into another relationship. Take some time, 
lick your wounds, make sure you understand what you want. You don't want to jump from one relationship to another. Niggas got a dude. Niggas got a a, a, a soon to be ex wife and already has a fiance. Honestly, the fiance <clears throat> and the ex wife might even be in cahoots of what's going on. You don't ever know what the fuck's going on. And of course, with uh, what what EO said, uh, definitely get a mentor. Um, now, if he can't afford a mentor, because he probably won't be able to because he's married to a banshee and has two kids and he's on his way out of this particular marriage, <laughs> at least let him the rational male. My advice to you, Joe, yeah. invest in nine volt batteries. My friend, you are not a single woman. Change the battery in that <laughs> smoke detector, sir. <laughs> Thank you for calling, Joe. I appreciate it. Uh, do you mind? You know, real real quick point. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. The reason why I told that caller that that he needs to look at himself is because I coach enough men that don't hold themselves accountable for their fucking bullshit. Hmm. And what they do is they get out of one situation to Hotep's point and really all of our point. And then they go after the same bitch again. Yes, right. And it's just a different woman, same woman, different same name, yep, different, different ethnicity, name, younger, but the whatever. same situation again. So. Yes. So unless he understands the why, why all of this happened, who was I when I attracted her? Who am I now after her? And so if you don't get to that point, you're probably going to, to duplicate this experience to some degree. Generally, again. it's the guys that never really had a bachelor's life that had that inexperience to actually end That's up true. going to yep. it. Yep. Um, if you get out of this divorce, you need to be a bachelor for almost like 10 years. And you'll probably be a even better, more strict, uh, dominant uh, husband if you decide to be married, because you'll be able to pick a woman that's more fitting to your to your operation. Hundred percent. But a lot of guys jump in. They they come in. They cupcake and they jump in. Oh, it's fifty fifty. I need a woman to build me up. And uh, like what? But when you get out here, you start. Like you say, licking your wounds, you start seeing yeah, it. You'll become even better with women really because nigga. learning a woman's nature is literally like being a, a MMA fighter, a boxer. You're going to see some maneuvers, and you're going to be like, "God damn!" They walk in with an exit plan. We yeah. um, what well, what well, well, real quick? What's the dude in the circus? Right when he got the lions and tigers. And oh, the ringmaster. Okay, the ringmaster. You have to become the ringmaster. The ringmaster has the felines and they jump through hoops of fire, right? If you don't have several felines uh -oh. jumping through Here we hoops go. of fire, you could never determine which one's the right for you. And you need them constantly jumping through hoops of fire. Mm -hmm. You need them jumping through hoops of fire because they've been trained to and not because you asked them to because they want to do it, right? But, you know, a, a, a women don't, men usually don't test women, right? Or, or, or allow them to test themselves. Mm -mm. But you got to become the ringmaster and see, yo, she jumping through hoops of fire for me? If not, that's not that's not going to be somebody yo, that's going to be over. If she doesn't, spot. she belongs to the street. Oh, go ahead, Sable. I'll give you the last Yeah, word. just I, let me put a bow on this real quick because I'm like the one most inclined to do so because I, I, I'm always confused by these questions. How can I help a friend? How can I help an older relative? Take it from a young guy. You're going to have a lot easier of a time having the conversation with your uncle, you know, who's probably my dad's age about protect your assets, then, you know, here's how we can get you red pilled moving forward. You know, yes. believe me, I, I, you know, I try to give advice to my dad all the time, you know, things like that. It's it, the, the whole men will understand more the, listen, the situation's going sideways, protect your assets conversation. Then here's how we transform your whole view of women moving forward. Just make sure the dude protects himself. Okay. Very good. Um, Joe, you said you had one last thing quickly. Yeah, um, really quick, because I know you guys, uh, 
scrapped on time. So I actually gave my uncle two books, Unplug Alpha, Rational Mail, about a month and a half, two months ago. He said he doesn't have enough time to read it. He's like stressed out. Then guess what? Hey, hey, Joe. Guess what? If he's too if he's too stressed out to read those, then that's a him problem. You've given him what he needs to at least start the process. Mm -hmm. You can't listen. You can't force feed this stuff down somebody's throat, man. People find this content who seek it out. Listen, when your uncle, when your uncle needs to, when he absolutely wants to, when he's sitting, when he's sitting in the in the in the court lobby wondering where all his assets are, maybe then he'll say he'll say to himself, "Why did I not read this sooner?" So you can't make anybody read anything. I'll just leave it there. Uh, Yeah, you're like you're like a Jehovah Witness. You're like a Jehovah Witness. You find God when you're ready to find God. When someone comes knocking at the door, like read these books, it's like no, nobody does that. Yeah, nobody yeah. goes looking for answers when they're getting laid. All right. Yeah. I, I... Oh, all right. Sorry, Joe. I let you go early. Okay, let us go to Julian <laughs> in California. Julian in California, you have a question about fitness. Uh, go ahead. Yes. Um. Thank you for having me on your uh, talk. Thanks. By the way. Um, of course. Of course. Backstory. I, I admit that I, I have autism, which means I struggle with things like, for example, social skills and coordination. Okay. Now, I can do fitness, and here's another embarrassing admi- admission. I've struggled with a porn addiction since I was nine years old. Okay. So. Hey, listen, you're human, learn, dude. Like, I, can do, I can do any, what's it called? Uh, I can do any exercise position, but for some fucking reason, for some fucking reason, I just can't do a push-up what is your guys' advice on like how to learn to do that i don't know what that is okay uh sabo uh you are clearly i mean you're one of the you're one of the fittest guys on the panel he can't do a push-up is this a mental problem a physical problem or a combination of both uh, i would hope he's not clowning us because usually you can do at least one push-up if nothing else um but i will say like if this is a serious call i will say that the porn addiction when you can give that up when you're looking for that source of energy that you can't find, when you give up jerking off all the time and watching Pornhub, there's where that energy went. When you can't, when you can't figure out like, why am I so tired? I can't get to the gym. You'd be surprised. I'll just say that. Uh, Jeff, what you got? Um, there's other machines that simulate the ah. uh, that you mm. could start off with. Uh, Cause I'm not sure. Maybe you're a really thin guy. I guess, you know, I, I you know, I've been around people who couldn't really do pushups like that, but, um, but once you get to the point where you can actually start doing push-ups, push-ups actually get you right. Like, uh, it's a, it's a video, uh, I want you to go check out on YouTube. It's a, uh, it was a real skinny cat. I think he was, might've been in Germany or Canada and he started doing 300 push-ups a day. Goddamn. And, and, uh, and he, he didn't do it all in once he did it in sets. But he made sure every day that he did 300 push-ups for a month straight. And he got, he had his abs right. You know what I'm saying? He was lean. He was cut. He had definition. Um, so you definitely want, the push-up is the foundation. If you try to get your body together, you can't do a push-up. You're not trying to get your body together. You got to be, because we're not even talking about pull-ups. And that's the worst shit. Pull-ups even harder. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all back and arms. So, you want to get on that, man. And um, like I said, use other machines that simulate the push-up. Yeah. That may um that may have a weight that you're comfortable with and rep out. You know, go 15 reps and do about six sets, you know what I'm saying, at a, at a weight that you can really feel 
um, you can fill a point. yeah progressive progressive overload, and then at some point he'll be able to do a push up mm. with just his body weight. Yeah. Uh, okay, let us go to uh, oh um, we got uh, uh, who somebody's somebody else got something. What's the what's his? How much do you weigh? Uh, I let him go already. Oh yeah, I let him go already because he might be overweight. That's uh, even when I was a fat ass when I was 312 pounds, I could still do. I could still. Do yeah, I didn't. I wasn't buying that. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, I don't know. He was autistic, so you know anything, anything can happen. Uh, push up is a survival thing. You got to be able to push your motherfucker off you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, listen, I agree. You're right, but we live in America. We're we're safe. We have first world problems here, man. And we have first world problems. You have third world abilities. This is how it works. <laughs> uh, Chris in Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> Chris in Atlanta here on Live with the Six. Go ahead. <laughs> what's going on, Donovan? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, shout out Donovan, shout out to the panel. Um, I just had a quick question because I feel like um, everybody that is on the panel might might be like in my um, age range or maybe a little bit older. Okay. So I'm 36. I'm 36, and I guess um, I'm starting to kind of like feel like the the older dude is like out here that's still like getting chicks or whatever. And I did kind of master a certain level of like getting a roster built up when I was like in my late 20s, early early 30s. And just kind of like the old way of, of like, I don't know, getting chicks. For y'all, I just want to see if there's any insight that y'all have about maybe like a crossover that you start to feel when you're coming into like, you know, late 30s, 40s, where you just do it a different way. So you're and you don't kind of like, you know, still have to go to the same scenery or. So what? So so let me ask. Let me ask you this. How did you uh, how did you pick up chicks before? And again, we got Chris in Atlanta. We've got Z in Las Vegas, uh, Ivan in Idaho and David in New York. Uh, you guys are all up next. Go ahead, Chris. What what was your normal way of sourcing? Um, in the past, it was always just going to a nightclub, going to a nightclub, going to a bar, um, you know, and just like getting chicks inside of there or, or outside of it. Okay, yeah. Um, I'll start off with this one, then we'll go around the panel. Um, nightclubs and bars. Listen, you can still pick up chicks in nightclubs and bars. I did that for nearly 10 years in Vegas. However, what you're going to have to understand is that nightclubs and bars, they're no longer the target-rich environments they once they, they once were. Nightclubs mm-hmm. have been literally <clears throat> relegated to it's all bottle service and VIP and, and velvet ropes everywhere, and then like maybe a three-square-foot dance floor. If you don't have money at the club, you're not going you're, you're to get any play. Uh, bars, uh, you used to be able to just walk up to a bar, walk up to a girl at a bar and say, hi, I'm Donovan, you know, what are you drinking, blah, 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 blah. But nine times out of ten, when you approach a girl at a bar, she's there waiting for someone else she met on Tinder. So your best, your best plan of action at this point in time, if you're looking to source chicks, is dating apps. Uh, Savo, am I right, wrong? Did I leave anything out? No, you're not necessarily wrong, but I definitely can't relate to the whole feeling of I'm getting older and the game has changed. I hear that a lot from my older relatives, and I don't know if it's because – but again, he's not that much older. You know what I mean? He's he's around your guys' age group. It's not like he's like in my dad's age group. So um, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to say the old school still works because we're living in a new world, but uh, sure. I, you know, I obviously have yet to feel that. Oh shit, the game has changed, and I'm getting up there. So <laughs> you guys might, you guys might want to take this one. But I, I okay. don't know if I necessarily. Do you necessarily give? Um, would you necessarily tell a dude that's his age to? quote unquote get with the times and and hit the dating apps no what i would what i would advise him to do and i've always i always say this i say to diversify your pussy portfolio so 33 per, this is the way this is the way i would do it if i were in the game now so you have to diversify your pussy portfolio uh divide your pie by three 33 percent of your girls should come from just cold approaching talking to girls at grocery stores nightclubs bars 
out and about or when you're actually just going out onto the Vegas Strip and just trying to pick up chicks, uh, the other 33% of your sourcing should be through dating apps, Tinder, Bumble, Plenty of Fish, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the other third of your uh, of your uh, pussy portfolio should be what I call activity game. Join a dance class. Join a biking class. Join a cycling mm. class. Join an improv class. Uh, 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 aerobics. It, yes, aerobics. Right. Get involved in get involved in social uh, active activities that put you in front of women without making it look like you're there for the women. Dude, volunteer at a soup kitchen. <clears throat> volunteer at a, dude. Volunteer at a kids hospital. Dude, guess what? Guess what the gender? Guess what? Six hundred forty eight percent of the gender is that volunteer in kids hospitals. It's women, dudes. Dude, we're not. Listen, we don't have time to be volunteering at kids hospitals. Not because we don't care. That's for professional athletes who have you know one day off per week no that's for women because women are nurturing we're too busy out here building and con building and conquering in the world so more often than not it's going to be the women who are nurturing people who cannot nurture themselves soup kitchens kids hospitals etc etc so that's what that's what my advice to him would be uh jap what do you got mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i would say do it all um you know um from facebook to whatever yeah instagram world. yeah 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 um because i've met women on facebook been with them for years mm -hmm. i've met I've reconnected with women on Facebook. I've, you know, bumping into the street. You just gotta be active. You can't, be, like, it's not gonna happen sitting in the house all day and not willing to hit the pavement and actually move and shake and get around. Cause eventually- Yeah, I don't think he's ever had a problem with that. I think he's- Even if you're yeah. on an app, you still gotta get into this girl's face. That's right, that's right. So you gotta, you're still gonna have to be able to talk. So all of this is going to improve your talking skills and your ability to have a conversation because women are extremely conversational. They love to talk about themselves. They love to talk about what they want to do, what they've been through. And again, that's where the open-ended questions come in. I just let them run their mouth. And mm -hmm. they're like, oh my God, you're such a good listener. I'm like, yeah, all right. Yeah, listen, <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen, to, yeah, listen to these nuts. Uh, Hotep, what you got? Ah, uh, so there's two types of marketing: outbound marketing and inbound uh -oh. marketing. Outbound, outbound marketing is based on when you're going out to go get a sale, and inbound marketing is when a sale comes to you. Yes, sir. Uh, once you hit this age 36, they should be coming to you. That's it. <laughs> you should go from an out from an inbound from an outbound call center to an inbound call center. I couldn't have, yeah. I could have said that better myself, man. Uh, <laughs> e e what you got, man? That was good. Yeah, man. Uh, that was nice, short and sweet. I think everybody's right. Uh, here's what you want to do. You want to focus on quantity in your 20s, quality 30 and beyond. Ah, there we go. And also, you got to make sure you stay fly as you get older because a lot of guys, they don't seem to improve overall. That's right. They think just getting their money up is sometimes enough. You still have to stay handsome, sexy. Your sex appeal, your charisma should even get better every year. You should be getting doper every single year. Also, you got to get better at managing the women that you have. So that way they, they can stay with you for longer periods of time. You listening, Sabo? Uh, they've had women 20-plus <laughs> years in the rotation. I'm talking like women, Woo! literally. I got, I got some partners now wow. in their 50s that have women in the rotation for 20 years. Wow. Wow. And not even married. And, and you, know, you guys, some guys think that's not possible. It's very possible. Yeah, it's absolutely possible, yeah. So what, I, what I'll say is that uh, spend your 20s learning the game, learning yourself, learning women, learning preferences. As you get into your 30s, your priorities should change anyway. You sh still shouldn't be going to the same venues and atmospheres that you went to in your 20s. You should still be going out, but they should they should shift to a different type of arena. And then now what you're doing is mostly positioning yourself to be chosen, kind of to Hotep's point. So now you're so fly, your money's right, your credit's right, you got options, you got women. 
So you're not thirsty. You're just out enjoying your life. And then women will feel that energy versus your, your, you don't want to be, your game should be a little different in your thirties and beyond than it was in your twenties. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Okay. Very good. Uh, thank you for the call, Chris. I think we, uh, I think you got a lot of good information there. Uh, let us go to uh, Z in Vegas. Uh, Z in Vegas, you're on live with the six. Go ahead. Hi, Donovan, and the rest of you gentlemen. I want to thank you for taking my call. Yeah. I am coming to you as a humble man who uh, has only recently discovered your content, as well as, uh, you know, Rolo, uh, uh, Richard Cooper, Fresh and Fit, uh, Cobra Tate. And I ah, have yes. come to the very quick realization that I have failed in my prerogative as a man. I am living month to month. I allowed myself to get brutally out of shape. Um, I am 34 years old, and I realize that uh, I um, do not have the life that I want. Okay. So I am coming to you, the six of you, um, to receive advice on, at my age, sort of starting at RP0, mm-hmm. uh, going and approaching to take my bite out of the world. I have begun working out. I have removed my loser friends from my life, you know, Good. The type of people that are in Vegas. Okay. And <laughs> yeah. uh, I have refocused myself to consume, uh, you know, content like yours and the rest of you gentlemen um, to improve myself. But I would like all of your direct advice on how to how old is the he? world. Hold on, I'll, I'll get I'll get the particular. He's 34. thirty. He's thirty four. Okay. Okay. Very good. Uh, I'll start this one off first. Um, so Z, um, I didn't find this community until I was thirty two. Okay. So congratulations, number one. Number two, you said a man my age. You're old, you're thirty four years old. You are still very 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 young. A thirty four year old man is equivalent to an eighteen year old girl. You are at the dawn of your sexual pride. Listen. The first girl I ever had sex with, her name was Allison. I fell hopelessly in love with her. You understand? And the reason I did is because, of course, I had feelings for her, but I had never experienced anything like that before. The love I felt for her was unlike anything I had ever felt before. Well, when eventually you live life, you move on, and you start having sex with other girls, you don't fall hopelessly in love quite as quickly. Understand what I'm saying? So you're able to you're able to compartmentalize things from one to the other. So as a man, you should be thanking your lucky stars that you have been blessed with a Y chromosome. My my only piece of advice to you moving forward is to do what I like to call or what people have called going into monk mode. You're you're halfway there already, okay? You've already gotten rid of your friends. What you need to do is other than consuming red pill content, go radio dude, just go dark. Uh 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 put all of your social media on pause, don't watch TV. The only thing you need to be doing is working out is working working out consuming red pill content you need to you need to be going to bed early you need to be going to bed early waking up early rinse and repeat your singular focus at this point at this point is to get your body into shape because the quickest way to increase your sexual market value is getting into shape you change your body you change your life um, let's go to Jeff. What do you got for it, man? What, what, how can you help? How can you help Z from ground zero here? Take the approach that Myron says all the time, get in the gym, get your body in shape. First and foremost, uh, cut off all the dead weight in your life, you know, and have dick discipline. There it have is. Have a discipline regimen period on. And once you have a regimen, women are going to start to notice like this guy is on a path. Like, like they're going to just try to get involved just to, 
damn near slow you down or just to say, where are you going? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So first and foremost, your appearance, you want to step that up. And the best thing that you got going is that you actually took ownership and you acknowledged Yes. But a lot of people are in denial, like, oh, you know, I don't Bingo. I, yeah. I don't understand. I'm, Nothing you know, wrong I, with me. No, nah, you get it. You've identified the problem. Now it's time to be a man and solve it. Good. Good shit, man. Uh, Sabo. Well, I'm going to say that it sounds like you're on the right path. You know how when people say to like learn to love yourself or learn to believe in yourself? Yeah, that's um, a bunch I, of bull. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I disagree with that. I, I agree that if you're in a place where you're not too happy with yourself, that's good. Now you're going to reinvent yourself into somebody worth believing in because you got to look at it like your psyche will never believe your own bullshit. When you don't believe in yourself, it's because you literally it's like your psyche is seeing you as a different person and saying, would I trust this person? Because he's he's always proven me wrong. Now you're going to begin to prove yourself right. And you do that through demonstration. So like the guy said, starting with getting in the gym, you already cut off the dead weight in your life. That's but that's good because you're already proving to yourself as if you're proving it to another person worth believing in the demonstration that every day I get up and I do X, Y, and Z. And I think it's a very, very important thing to always, when you tell yourself that you're going to do something, you follow through on it because that establishes that belief that you're on the right track. So everything sounds good to me. You just keep Mm -hmm. at it. And through demonstration of always showing yourself that when you made a plan to do something, you follow through on it, the momentum starts to build. Very good advice, man. EO, what you got? Man, that was very good advice. Uh, EO, what you got? Yeah, yeah. Very good advice from everybody. Very good advice so far. Um, one thing I kind of picked up from this caller is, uh, let me ask you this caller question. Are you over analytical? Uh, I don't believe so. I'm more on the creative end. I'm a writer. by Okay. Day. Oh, wow. Okay, good. Okay. Well, I, I kind of got a vibe from you that you do a lot of thinking, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but as long as there's action behind the thoughts. Ah. Uh, so, uh, you know, because even writers can somehow get into this writer's block. They're, you know, even me, I'm, I'm in the process of just finishing the second book. There was a there was a little spot there where I did a little too much thinking. What's the next? What's, what's, what should I talk about in the next chapter? Should I go back? Should I erase this? It's like sometimes you just got to make a decision and then do it. And so, so that's what I would tell him along with the other great panelists, what they said to you is that, you know, make a decision about something and don't think about it anymore. Just do it and accomplish it and then like move on it. to the next thing. Very nice, man. Excellent. Good advice. Uh, Hotep. Uh, say what you want to touch on that writing thing. I'm just going to touch on the writing. Oh thing yeah. Right go now. ahead. Go if, ahead. Save them. My bad, if, yeah. if you're a writer, then there's your metaphor for, I don't want to say success. I want to say motivation. Okay. Uh, your your metaphor for motivation and keeping yourself motivated is writing because I'm a screenwriter and screenwriters oh, know yes. screenwriters know that if you want to get something accomplished, you don't work through the first five drafts in your head because you're trying to formulate the perfect plan. You wake up every day and you start that draft. And when you're on that draft, you may know that you're sitting there for hours and 90% of what you're putting down on the page is bullshit. But it's better than trying to manifest the perfect idea before you put it on the on the page because now you've at least sat down and started doing the work. So you force yourself to start doing the work, and even though you know ninety percent of this first draft is bullshit, at least you're doing the work, and right. then you're gonna build, and then you're gonna build on it on the second, third, fourth, fifth okay. draft, and that's when you know you're getting somewhere. But at least you sat yourself down to start writing it, and that's that's how we're gonna look at doing the work, the the gym, the the fitness, the fashion, whatever it is you're on the journey of success with. Okay, very good, man. Good advice. Um, Hotep. Yeah, so generally speaking, it takes about two years to see uh, 
a good amount of success in anything that you do, mm-hmm. uh, business, personal life, etc. It takes about two years. So you said you're at square one or zero, right? So um, you started working out. That's good. Make sure you do that daily. That should be um, your North Star metric. Did I work out today, right? Uh, and then um, you need some, some a marketable skill, right? Something that's going to uh, give you sufficient pay, right? Okay. So, um, like I got a homie who uh, was a manager at TGR Fridays for years, and you know that was pretty good pay, but hours are kind of wonky, right? It's restaurant sure. TGR Fridays, okay. a lot of headaches, etc., yeah, etc. Yeah, et yeah. Then this summer he took a certification course. Uh, for project management, and now he's worth like two hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year. And oh, this is a good. kid who's like been out of jail, used to sell, used to you know, I mean, he just okay. was, he was a street nigga, yeah, you know right, what I'm right, right. But right, right. now he's like has a marketable skill. So it's very, very key that we pay attention to that term marketable because there's a lot of different careers that people don't talk about that exist. Um, for example, I know some dude was like, yo, you could take a certifications course, be, be making six figures yeah. in, in a nuclear power plant, right? Yeah, oh, <laughs> of course. it's not as dangerous as some people might think. But I would spend some time just trying to find, you know, some skill that, that has your interest, that has nice lucrative um, pay, and sit down for the next year, learn that, then spend the following year working in that. And then after that, you should probably see uh, – a steep uh, incline of success for yourself. Excellent. Also, I want to say this. Go know, ahead, Jeff. Obsess with yourself. Ah, I like you know, that. Yeah. Um, you want to be in complete love with yourself and what you want to be. Like, this is fucked up again. Be like the guy <laughs> off of American Psycho. But oh my God, Jack! <laughs> minus the, minus right the there. yeah, there we go, right. there we go. Here comes Jap. Just be like God. Michael Myers. Yes, that's what, it. That fucking God, dog. Like minus the decapitation. He woke, he woke up. He did like a thousand sit-ups, push-ups. But Dude was, was crazy, and he just was obsessed with being successful. Just take the murder out. Okay, yes, yes. Be Jeffrey, be, be Ted Bundy without the killing people. Uh, Z in Vegas, thank you very much for calling, man, and congratulations for finding this community at the young age of 34, man. Thank you, Donovan. Absolutely. Take care, buddy. Thank Take all care. of you. I have... No problem. Bro. Love it when guys call him with that stuff. Ivan in Idaho. Ivan in Idaho. Uh, so you're 19 years old, and you want to know if you're doing the right thing moving out. Yes. Can you guys hear me? Yes. We, yes, we can. Uh, what's the situation? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm 19. I'm from Idaho, and I just I'm not 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 answering my question. Uh, I have a better question though. <laughs> okay. Uh, what should you do like after post sex? Like, should I follow up or should she follow up? Oh and no. That's, that's my first question. But I have two questions. Well, hold on. Let, let me let me answer your first question. The very first thing that you should do. Very first thing that you should do. Uh, after after you have sex is when you leave her place or she leaves your place, you send her the follow up text. I had a good time. We should do it again. When she when she responds, OMG, um, you know, I I had a good time too. That goes a long way in thwarting her potential uh false epar accusation because a lot of times if you ghost a bitch after you after you uh, do a one night stand she'll go to the cops and she'll say well he epar me spelled backwards and if you don't have that follow up text then the cops are going to be doing investigations and 
at that point, all hell is going to break loose. So the very first, one of the first things you should do after having sex with regards to whether you should follow up or whether she should follow up is you should follow up first as, hey, I, I had a really good time. We should do that again. Um, anybody, and we'll let you ask, ask your second question, but let me go around the panel. Um, post-sex, uh, Savo, uh, should he follow up or should she follow up? No, I agree with what you just said. That's actually the first thing that just came into my mind because I was talking to a young man yesterday that's dealing with that sort of thing. So, yeah, uh, you never want to make a girl feel like she did something dirty. I think even uh, EO's got a really great bit about this where he says, like, making her feel like she could be as as sexual and nasty as she want to be. So, uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with that point. Okay. Walk her to the car. Walk her to the car? Walk her to the car. <laughs> no, I disagree. No, uh-uh. Walk her to the car. Ooh, Call an Uber. My. Jab, what are we doing? <laughs> Jab, what are we doing? Hold up. No, Who are you and what have you done with Jab? Your place. You don't just kick her out. You know, you walk her downstairs or walk her to the car. You know, you just got to finesse the situation. Make sure, you know, she's going to up and up. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Walk, 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 walk the bitch to the car. Okay. Hey, man, listen, look, we'll uh, we'll agree to disagree. Um, unless you're hardcore like me and uh, EO, we don't even let the bitch use our bathroom. We let her use the porta potty downstairs. Before <laughs> porta she potty. Away. Yes. Porta potty game, baby. Porta potty game. I, I mean, I, I believe in letting the situation breathe for a little bit, but that's sure. after that initial text. You know, you were talking literally when you rap like on your way home like hey we had a nice time so you got those texts and so you don't make her feel like she did anything dirty or crazy but then i believe in letting it breathe a little bit i don't believe in like past that point being like hey when can we get out of it again okay very good that's uh, just my opinion no no i like I, I like that that makes sense and these are all different approaches uh hotep uh you run in porta potty game or are you gonna follow up with it what's up can i tell a long story go ahead man to make a short story long what you got story time with so, hotep um yeah, so it was it was a house party, and uh, I didn't even know these people at this house party. And this white girl walks in with DSLs, right? What a white girl with a white girl with DSLs? Yeah. Where where do you find such creatures? Oh my god! Oh my redhead John, right? So um, I was young back then. I was wild, and I said to her, um, "Damn, you look like you suck good dick." It just came out, right? So it, it turned out she started chasing me around the house because she was trying to kick my ass. Oh shit! Yeah, so everybody calmed her down, whatever, whatever. <laughs> you look like you so, suck. Whoa, hey, ho. Yeah, I was kind of like, wow, when I was younger. Um, but it slipped out because I was, it was like, I was thinking it. Thinking out I, loud. <laughs> she walked up the stairs right to me and it just came out. I'm like, I did not mean to say that. I just was, no, the fuck anyway, about four or five years later, I got a job. And um, <gasps> I'm, uh, well, I'm applying for a job and I walk in and guess who's there? It's her. Does she remember who you are? She goes, uh-uh, uh-uh, you're not about to get a job. She started going off. And I'm like, oh, yo, shit, up, chill, 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 Oh, chill. my God. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm yo, sorry. yo, fall She's back, like, fall back. Apologize. Yeah. So I fill out the application. I get the job. We start working together. And then we ended up, like, in the car just talking or whatever. And we got cool. And I explained the situation, whatever, whatever, right? So it turns out she lived around the corner from me. So we started smoking weed together, right? Uh -oh. Nothing ever really happened. Then one night she came over, it was a party, and my dad basically told her, like, yo, give my son some pussy, right? So <laughs> my boss is wild. So um so 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 it happened, right? And I got the most amazing fellatio. Oh, you were right. You were right. Was she so does suck right. a good dick. It was oh so my god. Amazing. And what happened? Um, I forgot to hit her the next day. Oh no! Yeah. Oh my God, jab, and, jab, jab, jab. Oh my and, God. And, no, no, and, no, no, no. 
So when I finally hit her, I think it might've been a couple of days later, she was crying. She was yelling. Um, cause I beat it down that night too. And she was just, that's upset. what happened. She was like, yo, you, you really did me dirty. Cause you didn't hit me back. So yes, you should definitely hit her up because you might miss out on something great. And I still feel bad. I'm like, man, I missed out. Cause that was the that was a one time, and I'm like, she's around the corner. I could have got it again, right? Again, for real, redhead. And, and she hated me ever since then, yo. Damn. So dude. yeah, definitely, definitely <clears throat> hit her. So she was definitely a night writer. Is uh, that what you're saying? Oh like, shit! She fucks niggas, y'all. Look, look, look. I'm trying. Listen, ain't nothing wrong with white girls that fuck niggas. I'm just saying, if she's a night writer, then yeah, <clears throat> it uh, it is what it is. Uh, Ivan, what is your second question for the panel? You know what? Let me let me answer. Let me just give him some advice on it. Oh wait, wait, hold on. My bad, man. I skipped. Tell this man, I skipped EO, man. Yeah, no, it's good. It's I haven't talked about porta potty. So game. check God this damn. out. It, it all. No, no, it's all good. It all depends on the time of the day you fuck her, because you oh, could fuck somebody in the afternoon, and and then you know one thing I used to like to do is uh, tell the woman, "Why don't you go ahead and jump in the shower real quick, and rinse off." Oh, that's what's up. And then sometimes I'll get in with her, and then I'll just wipe the bitch down pussy everything oh very nice uh and then get let her get dressed hand her a uh, gatorade water of some sort and then say <laughs> hey so uh you want to meet your friends now or whatever like i would like like kind of just say well listen uh you're gonna go see your friends or whatever you're gonna go meet your friends yeah i'm gonna go meet your friend i'll say hey just do me a favor just text me when you get there let me know you got there and ho- have a good night i'll hit you up tomorrow so so it's not like i'm not trying to control her evening you know like so if you fuck a girl early do the shower thing. Hey, why don't you jump in the shower? Because really, if you're fucking a bitch right, she going to be through anyway. She needs a refreshener. Uh, so, But if it's at nighttime, mm-hmm. you definitely want to do the same thing with some courtesy. You know, uh, you know, hand her a, a wet wipe. You should always have wet wipes. Okay, you you, you know you, you know you want to wipe the bitch down a little bit, or at least give her some. Hey, hey you know, here you go. That's for that nut on your stomach or your face. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, my bad for and, uh, and, getting and you so, in the eye and there. And then yeah. you want to hand her a beverage. One thing guys don't do there, they got you got to give her a cold beverage, bro. Yes. You just fuck the shot. Or Make sure she's hydrated. Got to be hydrated. And then, uh, yes. Yeah, get let her hydrate. Uh, walk her down and just. Most of these girls really want to fucking leave anyway. Yeah, if you're really hip to today's girl, they ain't trying to stick around. I mean, they want some dick and they want to go. Uh, oh. But just tell her, hey, wherever you're going tonight, just hit me up when you get. See, that's the thing. Don't care where she's going after mm-hmm. you fuck her. And whenever you say, get to you where you're going, going. To this. Yeah, right. just be like, hey, wherever you're going right now, just hit me when you get there. Let me know you got there safe. And then uh, tomorrow uh, we'll, we'll we'll discuss when we're going to get together again. We'll circle back. So, I like that. That's how and, I and, and, and oh, boy. Yeah, definitely stay at home with your mom and dad. Stack your chicken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, so uh, yet another question. This is, uh, Ivan. Yeah, this is the problem, though. Um, the thing is that my parents were recently divorced and now my mom wanted me to kick me out because like. I kick out her like her little boyfriends out because my two little sisters are here at home, so mm-hmm. sometimes I just have to kick them out. And I just want to know what like if I'm doing the right thing, you know? Yeah. Um. It sounds like uh. No disrespect to your mother, um, Ivan, but it does not sound like your mother has your two sisters' safety, uh, in mind because if she's bringing if she's bringing men that are not biologically related to your sisters, I mean, how many boyfriends does she have? Is she running through them or does she have a steady one? How does that work? So she's been like she's been married to my dad for like a while now, mm-hmm. and now uh, she's bringing keeping like guys over and over, and I just tell him like, no, you gotta go, man. Yeah, yeah, you gotta make sure you stay there as long as possible, man. Um, you gotta protect her sisters. Your mom, but gonna, yeah. But this is the problem. Um, 
Yeah, she's gonna like eventually like she called the cops on me one time saying like, Oh, I'm gonna kick you to kick him out 'cause um he hit me. She she lied to the cops in front of my face. Yeah, you gotta yeah, never mind, never well, mind. You gotta get out of there. Ivan, listen, you gotta get yeah, out of there. Yeah, I was gonna say he's gotta go. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah, you gotta yeah, get out of there, man, yeah. because because yeah. listen, you listen, this is on your mother, and I know you wanna protect your sisters, but guess what? You're not their mother. I understand you're you're their brother, you feel very uh protective of them, but if their legal guardian does is not putting their safety she's putting them in danger and then by you sticking around she's going to put you in danger too she puts them in danger by bringing men around she puts you in danger by calling the cops and telling them that you put hands on them it's time to go ivan yeah yeah you need to get as far away as possible no problem man all right take care man that's a troubling one. Man, I'm going to tell you what, dude. Jesus Christ. Uh, David in New York, uh, Cedric in Miami, and Austin in Chicago. You guys are next. Let us go to David in New York. Uh, David in New York, uh, you're on live with the six. Uh, actually, David in New York, let me put you on hold for just a little while. I'm going to answer these super chats here quickly. Mr. Got Plenty, $2, says the thinnest are sick, gentlemen. Six, gentlemen, you are doing God's work. Fear to none with the $3 super sticker. We appreciate that very much. Awestrike with the $10 super chat says, Hi, I'm Ted Bundy without the murder. My new pickup line. I love it. <laughs> JBlaze11, $5 says, Game pays back game. I appreciate that. He was JBlaze from uh, in Maine. Uh, Chase Hunnitz with the five Canadian dollars. Appreciate that super sticker. Uh, shout out to Coffee Black, the newest member of TSR Towers. At Coffee Black to welcome him to the TSR family. Uh, Coffee Black, if you would, put your age and location in the chat. Uh, let's go ahead and do an age and location check. Uh, Mr. J with the $20 super chat says, in the name of the fathers, the sons, and of the manosphere, amen. Uh, Let all wisdom be heard, for most men lack thy wisdom. Words and red flags are unknown. Let us protect resources, win court battles, not lose kids, and self-improve. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Manosphere. Amen. Thank you for that, uh, Jay Blaze. Uh, all right, let us go to David in New York. David in New York, you're on live with the six. Go ahead. Hey, Donovan, can you hear me? Sure can. Yeah. Hey, so I just wanted to say uh, thank you uh, to you guys and the entire Redcliffe community. Thank you. Um, I started watching Red I watching Redcliffe content about uh, three and a half years ago. Okay. And around the time when I started watching virtual content. I came across Kevin Sanders before he actually came viral. Uh, came across uh, Roman Tomasi. Came across, you know, vast majority of channels. And I always enjoy listening to this podcast. Like the French Toast? Uh, podcast. Um, I've just woken up from the nap and when I saw the calling show, I said, you know what? I gotta, I definitely gotta call them right now so that way I can show my appreciation because uh, roughly around three and a half years ago, the local don't know how to serve in the United States Army. Oh, and thanks for your upon, service, man. You know, sometimes yeah, upon after getting outside out of the United States Army, you know, kind of fell into depression, anxiety, developed drinking problems. Oh wow. And so uh, yeah, stop stop working uh stop working out. Uh the only courage I truly have is just to go to the gym and just do cardio. I didn't have the courage to lift weight. Um so eventually it, like uh, like you guys probably told the caller, going back, getting back to the gym, solved a large majority of the problems. Um, I've gotten back to my first love with powerlifting. Uh, got you know my bench up to four fifty five, squatted to six fifty, and six hundred deadlift. Woo! Wow! And then, um, God damn. Started, also, yeah. Also started uh, going to you know therapy, getting help with the 
Department of Veterans Affairs and to the Department of Veterans Affairs, um, I will award a, you know, basically a monthly income check that, you know, pretty much guaranteed for the rest of my life under federal law. And the beautiful thing is that it goes with each year with inflation. So I figured out ways to make inflation work on my, or uh, make inflation work for me outside of also uh, helping my parents uh, buy a house and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and then um, I, I started investing in crypto, uh, index funds, um, started because once I got that first piece of residual income, I pretty much got addicted, mm -hmm. and I started chasing more and more and more uh, versions of, you know, just residual income. Um, don't want to go into detail about that, but it came to a point where you know, I was making about 6 k a month in residual. There you and go. one of the things I was good at, you know, I got, uh, got to a point where I was um, in good shape, and I was, I was head of sales at a gym that I worked at, but, you know, I fucking hated working there. So I remember uh, one time, a couple of years ago, I went on vacation to Brazil, and I almost had the ability to speak Spanish and Portuguese. Man. So one day, Holy I'm Jesus. Brazil, I, go on a I go to Rio de Janeiro uh, for the first time. First time outside of, outside of the country, outside of the army dying, because the last time I was out the country, we thought we were going to go to war in 2015 with North Korea, but that, you know, North Korea was a bunch of pussies. So, uh, so I'm in Brazil, uh, I'm enjoying myself, and then I took a good look at, you know, my ability to speak Portuguese, uh, the cost of the cost of living is extremely cheap, I'm already making 6K a month of residuals, Good. Uh, and I always hated my job, and I called them, and I said, hey, go fuck yourself, I'm not going to do that, and then from there, because I, I met a large community of fellow veterans and fellow-minded individuals who mastered the art of figuring out ways to make money with that laptop. And from there, you know, I just kept going and going as far as uh, the income is concerned. So from here to Hamad of Brazil, uh, I was out there for about four months. Went to Colombia for about five months. New York for about three months. Went over to Thailand for about six months. Made my way, started to learn some French, and made my way to Paris, and uh, went back to Africa. And now I've noticed by being in the south of the world, getting in shape and being on my good. I'm only twenty. I'm only twenty-seven. I haven't even my time yet. Right. Exactly. Exactly, uh, man. And and now I'm back in New York, and I'm seeing how uh, my sexual market value has increased. Yes. Tremendously. Um, uh, and I just wanted to thank you to you guys, and I just wanted to, I know you guys hear a lot of, you know, bad stories, but I wanted to call them to the show to let you guys know that, hey, this entire community and the things that you say, uh, the word, has helped out somebody, and especially the words of Minister Jap, because I, for me, how I was raised, uh, I was always fond of somebody, and he's not a thing, he hopes that uh, somebody's acceptable, honey, I never liked him with somebody, I, I Never fucking like me. I feel like somebody's trying to coddle me or hug me. Yeah, right. Never really like that type of person at all. Yeah, because I feel like they're disrespecting my intelligence. I just don't like that shit. But now, you know, I've gotten uh, more certifications in IT, and now I'm working uh, basically IT, you know, part time because I was consider myself semi retired because I, I, you know, I, that's my skill set. So I work with my laptop, and right now I'm back in New York. 
and I've been in New York for about, you know, three months now, and I'm no longer living in the hood in the Bronx. Good. You know, I finally got that dream apartment I always wanted in the middle of Manhattan. Um, and, <clears throat> and I just wanted to say, you know, thank you for that. Oh, back to my SMB. I noticed how my SMB has shot through the fucking roof. Um, I remember, you know, currently right now, I'm 265 pounds, only at 14% body fat, but there was one point in time. Uh, wow. Uh, I was I was three ten, but I was like thirty. Wait, shit. Uh, hello. Okay, Are, did you guys hear that? Did you guys hear the uh, the buzz? Barely hear him. Yeah, it was hard to make out what he was saying. To be honest, on my end at least. David, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you guys first. Oh, okay. All right. Um, all right. Listen, I'm gonna let you go. Uh, I've got that was the that was the 10 minute marker. I gotta I got three more calls to take, but uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you chiming in, man. Um, and and thanks for thanks for giving us the uh, thanks for giving us the credit, man. We appreciate it. Hey, no problem, man. All right, man. All right, take care, dude. Dude, I heard. I don't know about you guys, but I heard a uh, I heard a loud buzz. Like I was double in. It was like and then I didn't hear anything. You guys didn't hear that? It was just hard. It was just hard to hear. Okay, that's uh, probably I, something. I made on. a little bit of it. All right, was, there, there's something on my end. Okay, it's probably something on my end. Okay, Cedric in Miami. C uh, Cedric, can you hear me? How are you doing? Uh, yes, I can hear. Can you hear me? Oh yes, gotcha. Yes, we can hear you. We can hear you. Okay, good, good. Go ahead, go ahead. My bad. Okay. Hi, Adore. My God, name is Cedric. I'm from Miami. I'm 23 years old, mm -hmm. and like. For the past few years and recently yesterday, like I just been very angry and upset and like depressed and sad. Like I'm twenty three years old and I have basically nothing to show for it. Like I still live with my mom. Mm -hmm. I don't have no type of savings. Like I'm getting tired of working at warehouses and shit. You feel me? I apologize yeah. for cursing, but that's all right. You feel me like like um sorry you looking for I advice here I know how to cope. yes i'm looking for advice like i'm getting tired of this this you say you know how to code life and well, yeah i caught that too you said you know how to code yes like i'm learning how to code okay like like i'm just from all around frustrated in miami like you know it's better to be a scammer you know girls like scammers, <laughs> you know yeah you know, man like I'm not that type of dude. You feel me? Like, yeah. Listen, listen, listen. Look, look. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Are you from Miami? Yes, I'm from Miami. Okay. Okay. So the first thing that I will advise you to do, it, this is going to be a lot easier said than done. But what you are going to have to understand is that Miami is one of the toughest sexual markets there is. Miami, New York City, Las Vegas, uh, Los Angeles. Those are very, very not to say that there are th that the whole sexual market isn't tough, but trying to get girls in Miami, Las Vegas, uh, L.A., New York City, San dude, it's like playing the game on a hard mode. You got to get the fuck out of Miami, my friend. Um, you really got to get out of there. The only time you'll really have success actually gaming girls in Miami is if you're in your 30s and you're established. 
Uh, that now, now again, listen, I can't, I, I don't know what exactly your situation is, but come hell or high water, you got to figure out some way to get the hell out of Miami. Does anybody else agree or disagree or anything? I was add? actually just thinking that. I was thinking yeah. he come up, he come up to my neighborhood, show these bitches how to code, and he'll have a five girl rotation. Real talk. I, I disagree. Okay. Uh, what you got? Uh, what you got, Hotep? Um, I think the places that have the most competition are the best places to be because it's okay. going to sharpen your game. Okay. Um, it's going to make you, you know, for example, um, you know, I was talking about before is like uh, buying luxury items, you know, like Versace and things like that, you know, name brand stuff. Right. It's like you, you definitely you can't go back oh, to wearing just like canes and shit like that because right. now you're accustomed canes. to the new. Right. So now right, you like right, this right. hustle. You have a newfound hustle. Mm-hmm. That makes you mm-hmm. want to keep up with that lifestyle. So I would say stay in Miami. But here's here's the thing that we got to pay attention to, right? Number one, you said you tired of working in warehouses. I get that, but there's some people out here that can't that that would die for that warehouse. That's job. true. That's very very they true. I, it's been points in my life mm-hmm. where I was like, yo, I will take a warehouse job. <clears throat> you don't have no kids. You mm-hmm. single. You live with moms. I, I hope your mom's situation ain't like the other dude. If you if you and your moms is at peace, you need to stay there and 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 be the rock in the household for your mother. Mm-hmm. You need to contribute to that household. You need to treat that household as if it's your household. Contribute to that household, build that household. That's something that a lot of foreign cultures do very well is they stick tight to moms and the family and all of that situation. You're 23 years old. Your life hasn't even started yet. Yeah, you know? dude, you've got all you, kinds you, of time, bro. You put in way too much pressure on yourself. Yeah. First of all, yeah. you 23, like dog, like it hasn't even started yet. So, and you said you learning to code. That's a great thing. Spend the next two years coding, code every single day, even if it's for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour. Code every single day because that's going to be a valuable, valuable weapon going forward um but yeah like again life comes down to uh are you working out are you giving yourself relevant skills and um after that Mm -hmm. things usually just start to sort themselves out we can get into the spirituality and those things but usually those two things uh get things in alignment but as far as being in miami there's is there's a woman in miami who's sick of the shit too yep okay so mm-hmm. you you she might say, yo, I'm tired of being like, I don't want to be like these other bimbos out here. And she's <laughs> looking for you. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. if, when you're on your grind and like Coach EO talks about dating boring bitches, you might need to be in boring places. If you ain't boring places, you need boring bitches. So be on your grind. Be in places where you're networking and, and, and building your network and and um, just staying, staying. Um, Staying busy in your lanes, right? Finding key tasks to do in your lanes. If you're coding, then you need to be at all the coding conferences, situations, and all that type of stuff. Just stay, stay uh, building on your skills, stay networking, but spend all of your time focusing on yourself, and women will come. You won't have to worry about them. They just come. Okay. Um, EO, what you let got me, for me? Go in real yeah, go quick. ahead, man. Yeah, let me go in on this guy real quick. Caller, what's your first name again? Uh, Cedric. My name is Cedric. 
Okay. One thing I want you to work on is your verbal communication. That's number one. Uh, yep. You do seem a little bit timid and shy, but you're young yet. Secondly, um, you uh, to to Hotep's point, you are far too young to be this depressed. Your yeah, depression man. stems from comparing yourself to other people. Yes. Okay? That is what number one depression comes from, is looking outside of yourself and not staying focused on the journey of Cedric. You know, when I was younger, man, getting out of my mother's house, I didn't even have a room. I didn't even right. have a room. I mean, I had to put my clothes in my sister's room. I had to knock on the door. Hey, can I get some fucking underwear? Yeah, right. right. You know, sharing a bathroom and shit. Like, it was rough, man. I didn't even have a room. I slept on the floor. And even when I got into my first real sales job, although I've been, I worked since I was 15 years old, uh, you know, everybody counted me out. They said, that guy right there is going to get fired before the other four that got recruited. Well, I was the one that lasted. I was the one that, st that got advanced. Everybody else got fired. Not that I wish that. But so, you know, you got to focus on Cedric. You know, you got to fall in love with the journey of Cedric. I will tell you that no one at, in, on this panel, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I, I would imagine that no one at 23 had their shit together yet at 23. Yet, hell know, we no. Were figure, we didn't even know ourselves. Our hell brain no. wasn't even developed fully at that point. And, and so you need to stop. Look, like, even when you look on these YouTube streets, like, bro, like, you don't even know how long it took to get there. You don't even know if this shit's real. You, you know, you, you need to focus on Cedric. Also, I want to tell you, there's somebody your age right now that would love to have your minutes People die at all ages. There's somebody out there right now that's laying in a hospital bed, car wreck, sickness, disease, cancer. They get people get cancer young now, and he would say, "Man, I'd love to take Cedric's minutes." Yeah, and so you I need to stop right looking now. so much outside. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes. So, so you need to understand that you're so young, Cedric, to be thinking like this. And the reason, the primary time. reason why you're thinking like this, is you're you have time and you're comparing yourself to other people when you have no idea how they got there, how long they worked for it, whether it's real or not. Not that we're looking to disprove it, but you have no knowledge of that that person's real position. So to Hotep's point, everybody else's point, really jam on this code thing. I mean, get so good at it that you cannot be overlooked. Get so, it is the advice I'll give everybody, get so good at that one thing, whether it's welding, driving a truck, plumbing, electri uh, electrician, some sort of trade, Get so fucking good at it. On top of it, have such great social skills. Work on that. Get out into social situations so you can get calibrated and learn yourself. Get so good at things that you're irreplaceable. This takes time. Yes. But stay committed. You'll get there. Uh, so, so to end that point, 23, depressed. You're too much looking outside. And if you keep doing that, you're going to get further depressed. And remember, there's somebody your age that would love to have Cedric's minutes right now. And find somebody that you can pick their brain because, like, you really yeah, go ahead, Jeb. You got you sound real defeated, you know. And he's so and, uh, young, like Cedric, yeah, dude. Like you're young. Oh my god! Like the best thing for you would do would probably get whatever field you're trying to get into. Find somebody who's doing well at it and cling close to them and pick their brain so you can see the moves they're making so you can advance in it because. One thing all these older people want to be is your age. If they could do it all over, they would have done it way different than they've done it before. If you know it. At, and you're looking at yourself and you down about it, but if they could be like, I was 23, I would have did it way better. I would have Hell yeah. Harder. So it's just time to go hard and stop defeating yourself. Dude, Cedric, listen, check this out. You, are all, you already win. You want to know what percentage of 23-year-olds have are, are aware of this content? No. Yeah, exactly. Neither do I. The answer is the answer is minuscule. Okay, <laughs> there are twenty three year olds out here who think they got it all figured out, but they have no idea their twenty one year old girlfriend is cheating on him with with God knows who. 
So, so, and listen, we're, um, we're, we're, we're not trying to be too hard on you, but congratulations, Cedric. You win. You found this community at 23 years old. And so right now, like right now, you're in what's called the anger phase. I was lied to. Girls aren't what I was, I, I was taught to believe that they are. Get it out of your system, but you have to understand you're only 23. Dude, you're just out of diapers, number one. Number two, let me ask you this. You have Instagram, don't you? Yes, sir. Yeah, delete that shit. Because Instagram, because Instagram causes more depression than pornography. Instagram causes both men and women to be depressed because you're comparing your, not only are men trying to go after these, or, or men think that all girls look like these Instagram models who are, who are, who are nipped and tucked and, and, and photoshopped and all this other kind of stuff. Because I think at this point, we all know Kim K doesn't look anything like anything like we all think she does. That's the first thing. Number two is you're not attracted to real women. You're attracted to Instagram models. And then when you go out in the real world, you're like, well, where are all the Instagram models? No, they don't really exist. Cedric, you need to get off Instagram, get your life together. You need to dude, completely go off the grid and focus only on Cedric. I agree with Hotep. Listen, treat treat your mom's house like your household. Focus only on Cedric. I would I would delete all social media. Take 6 months, hit the gym, do something about your life because again, you you have an edge on every other 20 on every other 23-year-old person right now. You have an edge on all of them. So that's our advice to you. Hopefully, uh, you don't will take that too. Into a serious relationship. Don't do it, Cedric. Don't do it. Hold you back from chasing your success. If your goal is to chase success at that age, you do not even need to be thinking about a serious relationship. Uh -uh. Still date recreationally, but that's just for free time. Do not get in a situation where you tied down with a chick because they're going to take about seven years off your life and then you're going to be trying to t have the same conversation at age 30. Very good. Uh, thank you for calling in, Cedric. We appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. Uh, last call of the evening. Let's go to Austin in Chicago. Austin has a question about day game. What you got, Austin? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Uh, so I was just, I just had a question on sure. day game and kind of how to go about it. You know, whether the girl is at work or she's just a customer shopping, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And pretty much just how to pick them up because I don't know, it's uh, it's kind of easy to do at the club, but at the same time you get more losses than you do wins and stuff like that. So, okay. yeah, that was pretty much my question on just how to pick up girls from, uh, you know, just stores and regular places. Okay, uh, Sabo, what you got, man? Uh, I would just say, you know, what, what helps me with day game is just being kind of like an over analytical thinker. So I'll always point something out or like find something that pertains to the situation of where we're at or what she's doing at her job that works my way into a conversation. And I, I understand that it's it may seem a little bit more intimidating than night game, especially because you are talking about like I, I imagine you're painting the, the picture of being like in a grocery store and she's shopping for groceries or she works at the grocery store. So she's there doing something. She's working. She's going about her day. She's not in a setting to be putting herself in a position in a position where men are going to come and talk to her. But uh, I would just say I would just say, yeah, more so than goofy cold approaches or trying to think of like a, a funny line, just 
talk to women everywhere you go. I used to drive Uber for extra money, and that used to be how I exercised talking to women because nobody wants to talk to the Uber driver. So I would always see if I could point something out that got them talking instead of just, especially because who wants the Uber driver hit oh them, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. But I would always point something out. Like, I, I, pick, I can't remember. I picked up, this was years back, but I can't remember. I picked up a girl, and I can't remember what her name was, but when she got in the car, you know, I see her name come up before I pick her up. And my conversation starter was, yo, tell me I'm wrong. How did I know that you were a young person just by this name? Because this just seems like a young person's name. Like, you never see, like, a 75-year-old woman that has this name. And next thing you know, it got her oh off Oh, my God, yeah. Got, got her off on some – yeah, got her off on a conversation, and now I got her number. But more so that, just where are you at, what's happening, what is she occupied with, and how can you work that into the conversation. But in general – even if you're not getting a number, talk to women everywhere you go. I talk to the girl that's bringing out my groceries. I talk to the girl beside me in the grocery store. I talk to the girl in line at the bank. Just talk to women everywhere you go. Okay. I like that. Uh, let's go to Jap. What you got, man? Um, I'm pretty slick with my shit. I would probably say I look in a cart, you know, be like, oh, man, what we eating tonight? Yes, I love it. If I'm in line, I'm at the bank or something. If I was to see a woman, I'd be like, man, you got me waiting all day. What time are you going to lunch? Oh, you stupid. Like, <laughs> I just be messing with people or whatever like that. Like, huh, you so cute, you know what I'm saying? And then it just turns into a conversation. But like what Sabo say, it's all about conversation, man. Conversation rules the nation. I always like icebreakers. That's just me. I'm a comedian. So I'm always going to say something slick and funny when I'm talking to a woman. You know what I'm saying? And even if it's a, um, even if, it doesn't like, oh, I got a man and all that. I'm like, man, nigga, lucky, man. I catch you around. You know, it's just I don't Yeah. I don't make I it I got too, it, man. Yeah, I don't make it too uh What your man got to do with me? <laughs> yes, <laughs> there it was. I was I'm not trying to hit it. You know that's my uncle, right? <laughs> yeah, that's his boy, uncle man. Pies. Yes, sir. <laughs> but, so, um like, you know, I just lead in with something, you know. Uh, lighthearted and get a conversation going. Conversation rules the nation, man. If you can start a conversation, you don't know where that conversation can take you to. And like I said, open any questions and get these girls talking. Even if they at work, you know, be like, damn, your ass working hard as hell. You busting a sweat. What time you getting off? You know, just exactly figure it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, real, real quick, real oh, quick. Real quick, let me just say, don't feel like a fish out of water because you're doing gay, you're doing day game instead of night game. Because you know, it, it, can I buy you a drink? Is not exactly a crutch you want to lean on anyway. <laughs> you know, which is, which is which is like you know what if you're just starting out, especially is like what you feel compelled to do during a night game. But that's not exactly the best crutch mm -hmm. anyways. Because then you just end up you know providing a whole bar of women with free drinks and going home with nothing. Oh my god, day Fuck game that. has a better follow up mm -hmm. process in my opinion. Well, like, yes, because it's day game. Yeah, actually not getting flaked on. Because they, a lot of people don't holler at women during the day. Like, right, and because a lot nice of people don't. Know, and then they get the confidence off the liquor and everything mm -hmm, like that. Mm -hmm. But there's a good chance you could meet a woman earlier in the day and by nighttime, y'all going out. You're right, you know I mean? and and, and the, uh, you're absolutely right. Your closing percentage is higher with day game if you get the conversation. The, the 90 seconds. Oh, boy. The challenge is, I guess Austin in Chicago is gone now. Uh, the challenge for that is that when you approach a woman in the day in such a way that's, that, that lets you both know, hey, 
I'm not here to be in the friend zone. I'm not here just making idle conversation. I'm trying to fuck. Her slut shields are going to be up, and it is incumbent upon you as a man to lower those slut shield, lower those slut shields. But if you can have a conversation like me, dude, date game was especially hard for me because I'm black. Because girls of all races know anytime a nigga, anytime a nigga steps to you, listen, it's 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 on. Like if you're talking to me, if you give me if you give me the digits, you're also giving me the draws. Like, and girls know this, so their shields are all the way up. But if you can get past that initial resistance, like uh, I have a boyfriend, whatever the case may be. Uh, then at that point, uh, at that point, you can uh, you can uh, you can beat the brakes off of her. Uh, Hotep, any advice on uh, day game? Yeah, two things. Um, Jap hinted on one of them earlier. Pay attention to detail. Conversation. Ah, there you go. Attention to detail. Good, good, Just good. pay attention. Just you know, observe her. You know, and something to strike you to have some conversation. And the other one is um, practice. Practice. Yes. I always tell people, man, practice on ugly and fat chicks. There it is. You know what I mean? If you can't make the mm. fat chick laugh or the ugly girl laugh, you're not going to make the fine chick laugh. Ten seconds. So oh, get out there and, and just practice, man, and talk to any and everybody. Like 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 uh, EO pointed out with the previous call, the 23-year-old cat, um, he doesn't have enough practice with speech, right? He doesn't have enough practice talking. So uh, read a lot. Be a, be a, a well-read individual. Uh, listen to a lot of lectures. And, and and have conversations with people and get good at having conversations. Remember, uh, I was with Fresh and Fit and them, and they had one of their clients down there. And, you know, I was just, you know, flirting with some waitress. I wasn't serious. And the kid was like, yo, what's that game you ran? And I'm like having a game. conversation. Just talking to the bitch, man. I'm not running <laughs> just, game. Yeah, I'm just like having conversation, you know what I mean? And just being myself. So, you know, like I said, just practice, man. Okay, very good, um, guys. That's gonna do it. Uh, that was the last caller of the. Uh, that was the last caller of the evening. Uh, let's go around the. Let panel. me get one tip. Let me get one tip. I didn't. I didn't hit that one. Real oh quick. damn! One my tip fault. on that. I never damn gave me a up. segment on that. That's the second that's time right. I stepped you. Real damn. quick. Uh, that's all right, man. Uh, there's gonna be there's gonna be one thing at the end here that's gonna probably ruffle some feathers, but I do want to say this. Uh, I'll save it for last. But number one is restaurant bars. So around right after lunchtime. Usually two o'clock, two two thirty, you're gonna see some stranglers stay around, and you'll see some milfs come in too. Yes, uh, right around two two thirty for a glass of wine and uh -huh. shit. You know, a little appetizer. Two ladies come in. The bar is empty, so you can holler there. And then also, don't sleep on the on the bartenders and the waitresses. Oh no, you should be hollering there too, making connects. So it's not just the women around, but it's the service workers that you should be looking at, talking to. Also, don't become a regular at places because then you outstay your welcome and then they, they kind of get tired of you. I never was a, a regular at any place. I would always try new places where they'd never seen me before. So I'll be a fresh face, good smelling guy, fly coming in and I would clean up. So you definitely want to go into like restaurant bars uh right you could go at noon but it's a little busy then so i would say around 2 to 30 once that crowd goes back to work you got some people sticking around that are either off that day different kind of work uh life so they can stick around then you can make your move i cleaned up really well that way also don't sleep on happy hour happy hour is a great time to go out rather than the late night you can go out around uh happy hour really starts around 4 35 i say sometimes go at the tail end of happy hour so then that way they got their social fix out of the way they talk to their friends they had a couple of drinks you come in and clean up right before they go home so you have to kind of understand the timeline with all this here's another thing i want to say was a solid game because guys do guys do trick guys do trick yes right? and, 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 indirectly know, and it is what it is 
So, and they trick, and and I, and I want to talk about tricking directly too. Um, if you're going to trick directly due to inexperience, what you should tell the the woman that you're that you're paying for is to help you learn how to be a better kisser, or help you. How where do women like to be touched? Like have her teach yeah, you things zones, yeah. with that time slot. If you're paying her for some time. Have her help you, like give her the truth. If you're going to give anybody the truth, give her the truth and say, listen, I'm inexperienced with women. I want to learn how to touch women, you know, kiss women. What do women really like? Like, I want to use this time, not just to fuck, but actually to learn this is where I'm at. I actually have a few clients that have done that and they came out <laughs> more advanced because of it. So if you are going to trick, which a lot of people do and they won't say it, tell the woman that you're dealing with, listen, I'm inexperienced. Teach me some game. Teach me how to touch. Talk to women. Touch women. Kiss them on the neck. That sort of thing. That way, when you do take it to a real woman, there you, you know go. What you're doing. Very good, yeah, man. That's good. That, that's like paying for a coaching session. There you go. Uh, that'll be uh, yeah, yeah. Right. That'll that'll be five ninety nine ninety nine, my friend. <laughs> yeah, real, real real quick, I just want to say um, and he a is great point. Go ahead. A great point EO made is you don't want to become uh, this is what they call a bar fly, the dude that is always in the bar because yeah. it really and always in the same bar. You get known there. And it really will come to a point where girls coming into that bar for the first time are getting told, this is Jim. Jim has never left the bar. He's always in the bar. And he's trying to fuck. That's right. There <laughs> and he's trying to fuck. Never be yeah. a regular. It's a bad look. No, it is, be a it, is, anyway. it is definitely a bad look. Um, guys, um, thank you guys very, very much uh, for, for making time uh, for the callers today. Uh, all of my callers, I have them listed right here. All of my callers, Gabriel in Phoenix, Jay Blaze in Maine, Joe from Boston, uh, Julian from California, Chris in Atlanta, Z in Las Vegas, Ivan in Idaho, Kyle in South Carolina, uh, David in New York, Ice, uh, I guess we didn't get to talk to uh, Ice God with uh, from Minnesota, and, uh, Cedric in Miami, and of course, Austin in Chicago. Thank you guys very, very much uh, for calling in. That is going to do it for this edition of The Six. We will see you guys next time. Uh, take care.
If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, search Donovan Sharp on YouTube. For exclusive content, which includes my entire archive of over 800 episodes and over 2,200 exclusive posts, go to patreon.com slash Donovan Sharp. Links in description.